Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Scratch a million off my checklist three years ago. At two zeros to the one, I'm in a different mode. It's my life, do what I want to be with Live Love Memphis Group at the real estate agency is here for you. They want to help you get in your dream home. They want to help you make the most money for your home. They handle all of it. All those loose ends. There are more than you think. You don't want to go into this yourself. You don't want to be alone. You need a good team around you that can, A, help you get the most money for your home, but also help you with the next one and negotiate with that team and help you throughout that process. They are lifesavers over at the Live Love Memphis group. Reach out to them. Sold at LiveLoveMemphis.com. You've probably seen or heard other ad- agencies' ads. They're all for guarantees going to sell your house. Yeah, but that type of guarantee probably going to come with stipulations, a contracted length of listing, and a discounted price. Jennifer Carsonson, the captain of the Live Love team the real estate at the real estate agency, they don't offer that type of guarantee. Here's why. You shouldn't be locked into a contract term, and you shouldn't be mired with stipulations. What they're going to do is promise you uh, that they're going to work tirelessly for you, relentlessly for you, uh, get you thousands more than you probably think you can for your home, and then get you in your dream home as well at a price satisfactory to you. They're licensed in Tennessee and Mississippi, so DeSoto County as well as Shelby County, I'm talking to you. It's the Live Love Memphis and Live Love DeSoto teams at the real estate. Call them call at the real estate agency. Call them at 901-625-5200 or email them at sold at livelovememphis.com. It's Jason's favorite summer sports topic. We got some news on realignment. Hey, let's get it. Now, it's the Rundown, presented by ExploreStLouis.com. The biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. And it involves the Big 12. According to CBSSports.com, Dennis Dodd, the Big 12 is involved in deep discussions to add multiple programs as a way to shore up its membership in the wake of the USC and UCLA defection to the Big 10. There's only one problem. All of the teams being considered play in the Pac-12. Uh, according to this dot, Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah were mentioned specifically as the teams that are being targeted by the Big 12. Also, they would like to add Oregon and Washington to make it an 18-team league, would make it the most, uh, the largest in the FBS. 
also a merger of the Big Twelve and the Pac Twelve in some form is is, is a possibility. But like you're 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 killing the Pac Twelve. You take all these teams, like it will no longer exist. And Pac Twelve puts out their release today, where they say we are now oh oh you know negotiating our media. What the hell you even? What do you even have? What are you even telling these companies that you got? They don't know. Um, so that's a hell of a time to enter that negotiation window, isn't it, man? Yes. Um, so yeah, the, the 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 bad news for Memphis is that they're just not involved. That's the bad news, right? Like they're just not relevant to any of this. Um, well, you were hoping for a leftovers Big Twelve, right? But if Big Twelve's the one doing the poaching, and they go get the Power Five schools first, you're going to be at the back end of that list again. It's just hard to make any kind of case right now where there's real positive news for Memphis, if when you consider that angle, John. Correct. Um, yeah, I mean, like you're just looking for a glimmer, right? You're looking for a, just a a little sliver of hope, and right now. Uh, Feels like the door keeps closing. When yeah, there's just that. not one. I mean, if we're being honest about it, um, tell ourselves ACC if you want to. Yeah, right. like the Pac-12, like the the best case scenario would have been for the roles to have been reversed. The Pac to do the potion, yes. Big Twelve left. What's left can pull you. Maybe you get pulled into that. Yes. I'm with you. That's where we were at last week, saying best of best case. Because my man Terrence hit me up on DM over the weekend and said, "Hey, you know, we're not nobody's talking about the B, B, you know BYU maybe going to the Pac-12." Um, because they haven't started in the Big 12 yet. Uh, in that scenario, a spot opens up at the Big 12, but that's not the way this is going. People are perceiving the Pac-12 as less stable than the Big 12, and we are seeing that play out in the realignment. So, look, it's just it's, it's hard to paint this as you know a positive for the University of Memphis. Like, you're just looking for a life raft. That's all you're looking for right now. And... If the Big 12 does go through with this and they add those Arizona schools and they add, you know, four to six in the Pac-12 and effectively kill the Pac-12, again, you're just you're not you're not gonna. I, I, I mean, if if I guess the one, you know, if I'm really trying to reach and I'm really trying to stretch, like okay, if the ACC has to add some because more join the Big 10. Oh, I already knew where you'd be going. That's the only way, though. That's the only way through. It feels like for Memphis, if the ACC loses like a bunch of their premier programs, you know your, um, you know your Clemson's, your Dukes, your Carolinas, you know you you could you could be in the league with West Virginia because nobody's clamoring for West Virginia. So it'd be like you, West Virginia, you know Boston College, uh, Wake Forest, probably again better than what you've got right now. You it would, is you would jump at the chance. It is you would jump at it. I mean, in terms of the get out of what you're in right now, right? If if ACC came calling, even a watered down ACC, again, you it feels like you are stretching though. It's not going to get to that point either. Yeah, like I don't think we're 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 Memphis is the first team that they're calling and on the phone with after they've been raided. It would be you. Like this is how it would play out. And the best case scenario for Memphis is the ACC loses like their big time programs, and so then it would be like you, NC State, Pitt, Boston College, Louisville. Wake Forest, probably Syracuse, um, and then um, West Virginia's in the in the ACC, right? So that's kind of that's kind of what that would look like. And, and again, like the 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 big the big news is that it is better. Yes, like it is definitely better than. Um, or is is I don't think West Virginia's in the ACC. They're in the Big 12 now, right? 
Are they in the Big Twelve? Like it? it yeah, it, they it, jumped. I forgot. Yeah, like it. Yeah, it, they play uh, Kansas twice a year in basketball. Yeah, my yeah bad. there you go. They That's should right. be in the ACC, but they're not. Yeah, it's all screwed up now. Um, so you have to forgive me here. Yep. But I mean, that's that's because yeah, they're playing Kansas in those. Teams, that's yeah. still that's still preferable to, you know, again, whatever the hell you're in right now. And that's you know that's but that's like a, you know, that's a fever dream right now at this point. And I don't even know like what you can do. I don't even know like there's not some big. I feel like these power conferences have heard Memphis's pitch, right? They've heard it. They know it. They know what Memphis brings. They know what Memphis doesn't bring. And so it's tough to, you know, you can't really make a call. You know, I'm I'm sure, and I've been told that Memphis has had discussions with the ACC in the past. You know, as they've tried to get out of the situation that they're in. So there's not really anybody who hasn't heard your story, right? So that's the other that's the other hill you're battling. It's like, we know you, and we've already we've decided we don't want you. You know, so you just need more dominoes to fall. How many dominoes have to fall for Memphis to get scooped up into this? That's the that's the depressing part I don't think you're going anywhere right now brother and so what does that mean though again we, we discussed it last week this is a this is not a this is not a fun conversation to have but it it means asking yourself some questions like does our athletic department need to be smaller how much downsizing are we doing if you get left behind because it's again you're not going to sell as much there won't be as much passion you know it, everything will go down a level or two and then you start asking yourself, okay, is it even worth operating at this level? Because, again, we are not so far removed from Memphis asking itself the football question. Now, there's been a ton of success then, but still, it hasn't added up to getting – you would so love to be, John, if you could have just made it right now with the Big 12 guys, with, right. the, with the Cincinnati's. It just felt like they got over at the right time where, again, okay, it feels like you're at the front of the line maybe with Boise State. With all this, it's taking a sledgehammer that now you, go, you tumble all the way back to the back of the line again. Yep. You know, because you're going to have now so many power fives trying to, John, catch that, catch that, you know, that, that, that lifeboat first before you get on it. And so it, what it feels like is like you're out there at sea. We talked we we compared it to the Titanic and there just going aren't going to be enough boats for you. We can hold it up. We know how valuable it is around here, Memphis, but it's it's how they perceive you that's going to determine whether or not you're in there and in the end, again, it just feels like there are too many spots ahead of you right now. That said, we can try to dream up scenarios if we want to. Hopefully it gets to that point. I'd love to be in the ACC, John, compared to what I don't care if it's watered down compared to what you're going to be in right oh, now. Yeah, there's no yeah. But but this idea what 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 the news today seems to be if the Big Twelve is going to go do out go out and do the poaching this idea that we were on last week well hey hey maybe there'll be enough leftovers in the Big Twelve that you can be in something better uh uh-uh. uh does doesn't look like you know that's a plausible scenario still at this point again especially if they're the ones out on the attack going out and grabbing from the Pac twelve yeah I mean that like that you know there's bad news for Memphis there there More was bad news there was a hope right that. When the Big 12 lost, and we kind of went over this, when the Big 12 lost Texas Oklahoma, that they would dip back in and they would pull in Memphis, right? Correct. The the difference now in the reality and what's stark about it is that the Pac-12 is collapsing in front of our eyes with the losses of USC and UCLA. And so, you know, the Big 12, they're like vultures, right? They see, you know, a wounded animal, they're going to swoop in, and that's exactly what they're doing. Up at ESPN.com, Pete Thamel kind of goes through and he says the Big 12 is the most – stable of the conferences, but then, um, you know, the ACC options look like this. Stan Pat add a select handful of schools to open up the ESPN deal for potentially more revenue or enter a strategic merger. So who would that merger be with? I don't know. 
Um, you know, Pete Thamel says leagues that he talked to an industry source that leagues that aren't the SEC and Big Ten need a different revenue distribution model. Top teams can't afford to support the bottom half of the league to keep the bigger brands away from the Big Ten and the SEC. The bigger brands are going to need a bigger piece of the pie. That's what the Big 12 did when Houston and all those teams joined. They got less money. They get less money than, you know, your your top half, yeah. right? And that's the compromise that you make. Um, so, so Pete Thamel points out, could – you know, the ACC swing a Western division and cherry pick six to eight schools in the Midwest, TCU, Oklahoma, Houston, and core the core of the remaining Pac-12 that doesn't join the Big 12. Mm-hmm. Could, uh, could they maybe t- target decent-sized media markets like Cincinnati, Arizona State, or Colorado? Again, just not a single solitary mention. mention. of Memphis. Not one. Not one. Again, the, the leftovers now become the Power Five leftovers. That's right. Not, not, and anybody that's outside the Power Five right now right. is going to be at the front of the leftover line. It was always you get shifted, pushed back to the back. Right, you were never having to compete with Oklahoma State. You were having to complete compete with UCF and Houston and and SMU. That's why I tell you, even the ACC dream seems like one that right now that's very mostly unrealistic. I mean, yeah, you're 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 just uh, you, this is your soup, nice soup. So now, why wouldn't the ACC? If you see what the Big Ten and the SEC are doing in the two super conferences, why wouldn't the ACC say? Okay, let's the rest of whatever get with the Big 12 and say let's try to do something together and match it. Because again, from what you're going to get from a from a television network standpoint, you by yourself on your own, you don't stand to get anything compared to those two big dogs. The closest you're going to get to the SEC or the Big 10 mm-hmm. is going out and getting the rest of the Big 12. Yep. Right? Or the, or the most powerful part of it. And for them it's the same thing because on their own, they they don't compare to what the Big Ten and the, the SEC have done. And so for the Big 12, I mean, it makes more sense. Hey, why don't we join with whatever's left of the ACC and try to form a third right. super conference that television networks would have to say, pay attention to and that thing. I, I mean, to me, that seems like the, the, the smarter thing for both of them to do because, again, Big Ten and SEC are so far ahead of you. I heard Heather Dinich talking about each school's going to get $100 million now. Can you imagine that? Uh, uh, in, the, in the super conference. When they get yeah. their super conference money from the television networks, that it will break down to $100 million now. We used to be talking about a world where if you got 40 to $60 million, like the big dog, imagine what that would do for Memphis. They, they've moved on up. And so when you're talking about that kind of money, you think somebody's trying to pull a Memphis into one of them? No. Yep. And so if, if all that's left, John, is the ACC and the Big 12, you know, uh, again, they're going to pick from the, the valuable power, formerly valuable power five members left. To form their conference, and frankly, again, I'm, I'm trying to make a case for Memphis here. It doesn't feel like there is one right. for them to battle those big those big TV deals that Big Ten and and, and SEC are going to get. You got to be really the best of the the best of the rest. And it seems like to me, you want as much as that as possible. So why not, you know, why not merge if you're ACC and Big Twelve? Or again, that's assuming the Big Twelve is what's left of the of the Pac Twelve. You know, they 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 poach that. Get a little bit there. Then, because on its own, John, that's still not enough to challenge the big dogs. No. And the ACC, that, that's not enough either. No, you're right. And so they, they should combine forces, try to be a third super conference. You know, everybody always talks about, like, well, you know, what if they, uh, you know, what if there was a championship for the, you know, for the big ones and a, 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 they don't have to do that because that's what it is going to be. I mean, it's going to be, you're going to be forced into that because the, the gap is just going to be the, the it's going to be so wide and you're not going to feel like part of it. If you are, if you don't, you know, maybe you can convince yourself right now that you're still a part of it, right? Some small, infinitesimal way. 
well, now you're going to definitely feel like you're just not a part of the party, even more so. It's just, it's just true. Like You're going to feel like a Division II team because you're operating like in the gap, right? It's probably, <laughs> if you go from Memphis to pick a Division II school, right? North Dakota State. The, the gap is probably the same, right? In terms of money and like percentages and things like that. So you're really bumping everybody down a division. Anybody that's not in these two super conferences or three, like two and a half, we'll say, right, with the Big Twelve, then um, you're just you're you're not going to feel like you're a part of it. Remember when this talk used to be fun for you? Yeah, I do. But it's really it's really getting worse by the day. The news is getting worse yes. for Memphis. It is. I mean, and especially again with this. This Big Twelve is going to go out and be aggressive, which you have to. It's every. It's every conference for himself. If you're not Big Ten, SEC at this point, yep. you better be aggressive and go attack the Pac-12 or what's left of it. But if that's going to be the case, if they're outreaching and, and getting stronger brands, what's left over? Again, that that hope that you and Boise right going to hold hands together and and jump on in the man. That thing's disintegrated, brother. It's disintegrated. I don't. You know, it's just so much that job over at Memphis for Laird Veach, for everybody over there selling, selling, selling. It gets so much harder because, again, like we talked about last week, what you were selling was the carrot that we're good enough. We're right there. We can play with the big boys, look at our programs. But now you're so far much further down the list, Brad. I don't know how you how you sell it passionately and people still eat it up. Right. They're going to say, no, well, it's not that we we won't get there. We're going to be part of the have nots. Again, it's it's the plight of Memphis. It, it, It appears just to be getting rougher and harder by the day well and again like i think the the larger conversation about memphis is there was a time 20 years ago 20 you know two years ago where they did not do enough they just didn't have their ducks in a row they weren't prepared they just were way too reactive rather than be proactive and it's why Mm -hmm. schools like you know south florida and you know louisville and cincinnati they all that's they they all got that parachute and you didn't, and you got left behind in Conference USA, and you know that's not what we're dealing with today. You know, I is it too little, too late? That's its own discussion. But the preparation being so far behind has left us. Yeah, I mean, it, you hate to say like that one choice and that one like sequence of events sealed the fate of Memphis athletics, but like it sort of did. Because if you don't get left behind, well, then you're you're. That was a Power Five conference. The Big East was a Power Five school, Power Six, whatever. I mean, I don't remember what it was back then, but it was. It was a it was a power league, and they got power league money, and they made power league investments. And it's how Louisville can go from the Big East to the ACC, right? It's how they can do that. It's how Cincinnati can go into the Big Twelve. It's how Houston can go into the Big Twelve. It's how UCF can go into the Big Twelve. You know, they, 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 you know, Florida has that, you know, uh, the resources there too. So it's just, it's just one of those unfortunate situations that you almost throw your hands up like, what could Memphis have done differently? What should have Memphis have done differently? I mean, they, they, they really didn't have a choice. They don't have any options. And that's the part about it that like you, you just can't control it. If the mark, if the market share isn't enough, if the central location isn't enough, if the recent tradition of the football program and the investments, the Liberty Bowl and the indoor facility aren't enough, you know, it's not like FedEx wasn't involved in 2016. It's not like they weren't trying to sponsor, you know, the Big 12 championship game. It's not like they weren't offering that. If that's not enough, you know, what will be? You know, so it's a it's an existential question for the University of Memphis. It's not fun. It's not it's not like this is not what you run to your radios to hear. I understand that. 
but it's 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 the truth. Basketball is one thing, right? It, it, it exists on its own. It's a self-sufficient situation. You know, if you have boosters that care, you have fans that care, it's a history thing. Again, that's assuming you have an NCAA tournament and, and winning it to aspire to. If that changes, and Gary, again, we talked about, wrote about how how it's still possible. You can't rule it out, even though it's such a great thing and a moneymaker. But because, again, if the if the big boy conferences say, hey, we can give you all the value, if CBA Sports and Turner look at it as this is huge of huge value and put all their money in that, that, that changes everything. But but back to it, it's it, John, it's like I said, the carrot. It's it's having that chance to win it all is the reason why Memphis donors and boosters have to, to donate to that program in the way they'd have. Right? There's that $22.5 million price facility over there. That reason, Because why? Because in basketball, we see ourselves as one of the big dogs. And if you can't, if that, if that tournament ever changed where it's just the big dogs and no more little guy, no more Cinderella story, then I think the investment level in basketball... John, the way we cover the program, the way, you know, the way it's treated, the way it's watched, the way it's revered, that it feels like to me it would all change. And so that's the one in particular that if that ever changes, particularly about how basketball sort of, you know, it rules the roost here, it would just doubly, just crippling effects. Because it's that, John. It's being able to win at the highest level, right? Win the whole thing. You've been there twice well, and lost. The, 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 here, is the reason you, you the, invest in basketball the way you do. Is the reason we watch the reason, you know, when it's on, they fill up FedEx Forum for it. If you're not playing for that NCAA title, I don't think it'll be the same. So I'll say this. Obviously, I agree with that. If it was a Division II title. But what would be the incentive for Turner to do that? Because they're not stupid. I'll just give you the most recent example. St. Peter's. St. Peter's could not exist in this universe, right? No, no, could not. Their Sweet 16 game against Purdue, which they won, and by Mm. then they were being talked about as the Cinderella and their run and everything, it was the most watched NCAA tournament regional semifinal in 11 years, right? Mm-hmm. And why was it that? It's a Cinderella story. Because it was a great story. And it was a, it was a team so that people last were week, not they've been, used they've been to. And they're great at selling Cinderella stories, but it, let's, not act, let's not be naive enough to think that they can't get good value out of having the big brands. Because as long as you've got the big brands and the big leagues, most folks will be watching. But will the, you have Cinderella stories? Yeah, they'll find them, quite frankly, in the bottom of those big leagues. They'll find their next one. My whole thing is that... that There'd be more power there because, again, on a grander scale, John, John, that's one game. On a grander scale, the value is in the names, is in the brands. And if most of those bigger brands are going to be in two conferences. But, but like, my example is that game outdrew North Carolina UCLA, which played later that day in the Sweet 16. Right, but it's, but it's one game. I don't, but, but, I understand that, but it's like that's, that's, that's what you're giving up, right? You're, you're, you're saying goodbye but, to that forever. But – Turner Sports and CBS who are paying for this and make the thing yes, the monster it, that it is. Th- this suggests that there is value in having a wide open sure tournament is, accessible but, to but, everybody. But if they decide, you know what, the bigger value is with these big boys that are breaking off. They're how to, is that They're true? about to go do their own tournament. But how is there more value in that? that? Because in the end, John, if it's just a bunch of Cinderella's and the big boys are playing, right, the big boys have broken off from you out of the contract and say, hey, we're, we're doing our own thing over here. Hey, he- hello, Fox. We'll go offer this to you. What CBS has got left? A bunch of Cinderellas? Yeah, nice story. Thing ain't bringing no value because then you don't have the names anymore. That's the point is that they could then say, those big conferences, you know what, once our TV deal's done with you, us too, we're going to go try to sell our own little tournament to Fox or whoever else. You get that? That's what I'm saying. And so CBS and Turner at that point have to say, well, which one's more worth it to us? 
Well, and in the end is what I'm saying is they'll go with the brands. They'll go with the brands in terms of the names more so than, yes, the valuable Cinderella story. But that only works, John, when you got the big names with it. Well, that's, Nobody that's, wants to yes. see a bunch of little Cinderella's. But and if the big boys break off from you, that's essentially what you'll have left. Does but, that is, is that make some sense? No, it makes sense, but it's not long-term. It's not sustainable long-term, and it will, it will not have as much value as a wide-open tournament. And the ratings will suffer because people will have fatigue. People have fatigue about the college football playoff. It's why we talk about expanding it because people want to see different teams. Yeah, they don't want to see they, Alabama every year. They don't want to see Georgia nah, every year. But it'll be an expanding to bigger names, to bigger teams, more SEC schools in the end. We all, we all talked about how it'd be great though. for a school it's like still Memphis. Bigger, though, right? yeah, I'm just telling you, I think in the end, the brand name is what's going to be more valuable than the Cinderella story. I'll put and, it this I'm, way. and I'm with you. Again, Gary wrote about this. I'm, right well, now, I'm, I'm sure it's you, being, ta- you'd hope, being talked yes, about. Yes, you'd hope that it stays together. But in the end, when you've got big boys breaking away from little boys and forming their own thing, What's to keep them from forming their own tournament? That will be valuable to many, maybe to a fox valuable enough to go crazy on. I will drink this Twilight Woods perfume if it happens in our lifetime. I will drink this if if there's a there, okay, I mean, if there's that, its that own. That's how strongly I feel. It's a billion dollar deal, man. Like it's a bill. Like you're gonna get two billion. You're gonna get three billion. Do you see the, these schools are breaking off right now to form two big super conferences because of all the money they're about to make from right. the television because networks? They don't need. They don't need I, the I'm other sorry, teams. St. Peter's need great story, but in the end, it's not going to be, be bigger so you, than you the clearly, brands you, themselves if they fine. decide to go play you with their own ball. You think there will be its own? There, you know. There I think it's all setting up for that. You. Say it. You say the divide I think between basketball and football and we see are two it, very different. We, sports. we see it happening in football. I'm just saying you certainly can't see rule it out of it happening in basketball. Them taking their basketball and saying we'll play for our own championship between us two powerhouses. That's what they'll say. That's what America really wants to see. And Fox will say, you know what? Yeah, we'll take that. And CBS and Turner. Oh yeah, they'll have a nice little secondary tournament that won't make nearly but, as much because it, advertisers will say, you know what? Yeah, they, they got some nice stories, but there's no brand names but in there. But you understand, too, it's also less inventory, right? So the money will never match. The money will never match. It's fewer games, man. Well, I mean, there are, there are, you know, you're talking about how many rounds? You're talking about six rounds? You don't get six yeah. rounds anymore. You get two. You get three. Mm-hmm. So there's, that's less television inventory, but, but, meaning that the money but, will be but less. But again, if those big super conferences can guarantee themselves, you know what, we'll just be playing against ourselves. We don't even have to play any St. Peter's anymore that could threaten to pull us out early. That's good for us, and we're going to get paid for it? That would grow. Well, they're already that getting could paid get, for. That would get bigger. I'm saying once the deal's up, once those two decide if they want to, you know what, we're going to go do our own thing once, once it's up. I mean, the I just, NCAA I, I is, 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 is crumbling all around us. Like we yes. say, this is their – what are we talking about here? Like they've got some sort of grip over this thing to where at some point the big dogs, the guys that are calling everything in football right now, wouldn't change the thing in basketball. All I'm saying is you can't rule that out, John. Nobody's sitting up here telling you today on July 5th that it's going to happen. What I'm saying is you'd be silly to rule it out and say it can't happen. Well, they have a Drink deal. the poison if you want to. They have a deal through 2032. 32, yes. I mean, we're Get, talking about uh, – This has been written about. We've been talking about we talked about it last week. If you want to rule it out today, you go right ahead. But I don't think anyone is ruling out anything in college athletics anymore, especially where the powers that be are calling the shots. Yeah, I just feel like you're going to be hard-pressed. You're not going to get more money for that. You're not. You're going to get less money because it's less inventory. It's fewer schools. And, like, at some point. We don't know how many schools it is right now. We don't well, know what these super conferences. 50. What if it gets it to 50? Then you got a tournament of those 50. But that's, that's, but that's, that's a big leap. Because in terms the, of inventory? The, the Big 12 would be the biggest at 18. And that hasn't that hasn't happened yet. So we're really talking about what? Let's be let's play conservative. Thirty six, right? So how many how many fewer rounds is that? So I, you, only, I, you cut the thing in this half. This would be basically. completely different. So it you have be. three rounds now. So you have fewer games, less inventory. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, you're not. You're only talking about the one side of the conversation. You're only focused on, oh, I think they want to do this because they can. You're not actually looking at why they wouldn't. Like, I think that's a piece that you're not giving much consideration to. I'm giving plenty of consideration to it because I'm not saying today, like you are, I'm not ruling it out. I'm saying it's a good model. It makes a ton of money, right, for the NCAA yes. right now. You yes. can see it lasting forever. What I'm, what I'm not willing to do is close the door on the big boy saying, no, 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 we're done with this. We'll go do our own thing. That's what you're doing today. Yeah. I'm not doing I, that. I think, I'm sticking with everybody else well, that says everything's up for grabs. That's where well, I'm because at. Because the money today, doesn't make the door. sense. The money just doesn't. It makes sense to. to the money today. We right. don't, again, we don't know what it's going to look like. Yeah, but 2032, no, it's just a what math. those conferences will no, look like. I'm saying like. it's just a math conversation though if it was that simple people would be closing the door on it right now it's not you can do the math today and and tell yourself yeah convince myself this will never go away is gary the only person that's written about the ncaa tournament it's not the math that we'll be dealing with come 2032 hell we don't even know how many are going to be in the super conferences yet so how can we rule anything out that's fine i am saying it's very unlikely you can say it's very likely you said you're drinking the poison if it happens well this is perfume Okay, well, it's, it's going to be poison in your system when you drink it after 2032. I just hope it doesn't come to that. But that's how willing you were to shut the door on yes. it today. I just think that's that's silly. Yes. To that's try how, to, I mean, but I hear you. You made your statement. You don't think it's ever going to happen. Do I think that teams would want to? Absolutely. Right? Do I think they would? Would there be all it does for them is to do protect it? themselves? Yes, because like they don't, they don't want to play. They don't care about St. Peter's at they don't all, care. bro. They don't care about the but, good story. But, I get it. I know but, the television, but, but it's the t- networks it's, are right. going to determine it. Right? It's that. It's that part of it. Right? Which that that's what like they see the numbers, right? And they know that the, like, and that's just one team a year. St. Peter's doesn't come around every year. No, but they I, don't. But so it's just going to be it's going to be a tug of war between. You know how many how many teams are in this Super Con? If you're telling me that we get to 68, how many ACC and by the end of it, how many Power Five teams have we said have been snubbed by the time we get to the tournament because of all those lower tier teams? We love the stories, right? The right. lower the lower conferences getting their chance, but how many times is often the story of all these Power Five schools that got snubbed? Right, because we had to let in the little guy. Right. That, I mean, we get more of that in terms of than we do the great St. Peter's story going all the way or whoever was the one, uh, well, I guess Butler a few years ago that right. they had a couple of nice runs together, all that stuff. I'm, I'm with you, man. The value is in, and especially for us. Uh, no question. For Memphis. Like, no I, could, I could feel your passion. You fighting for Memphis. I am. In, in terms of you fighting me right now. And I, <laughs> and, I re, and I respect that. No question about it. There's no, but right? But that's. No, that's 100% again, where it comes that, from. That I ain't mean, every year yes. that, that makes it, you know, the great spectacle that it is. No, look, is it a, is it a scary proposition that, you know, if uh, maybe we're, maybe it's not two, maybe they just decide, all right, the whatever configuration that it looks like that it's the Big 12, the SEC, uh, the Big 10 after they raid the ACC, right? Mm-hmm. They could say, all right, it's just going to be those three. That's a scary proposition because that doesn't involve Memphis. It doesn't involve a lot of schools, though. So you would just hope that there's enough of an uprising. Let, let me tell you what the scarier proposition is. And I, and I thought about this. I did last week after we had our discussion. Is would we still have the same passion in terms of the way we cover it from a media standpoint, right? As fans, all of it, would there still be the same thirst for Memphis athletics? Whether that's seeing your football program get over the hump, right, and play with the big boys, whether it's the basketball program and trying to finally be number one, you've been so close. Would that change? Would would how many people listen to us, John? Talk Tigers athletics. Would that change? Would the amount of resources that news stations and radio devote to covering it change if you couldn't win the big the big enchilada? 
If you took that carrot that I was talking about with you last week that you use for the donors and everything else to say, hey, get us over the hump. If you took that away from the fans, would the passion still be there, especially in a town that's got a superstar in it now by the name of John Morant? And and as I'll, I'll put it this way, not to pit them, but as magnetic as that is, would there still be the same fever? Yeah. That that frankly, the the Tiger basketball beat writer down at the CA. Now that there's two papers, the Daily Memphis, like that job had been a jump off for folks because of the passion, because of the clicks, because of how many people want that news. Would that change mm-hmm. if you were no longer in a spot where you're in a college football playoff or more importantly around here right. in an NCAA tournament? John, I hope it never would because sure. you take that NCAA tournament stuff away, then that's where I think those numbers do go down. That to me is what's so scary about all of this is how much would the love for the damn thing change around here if you take away the big prize. Well, the truth is... If it's, if it's the second level down. I almost think the Grizzlies are almost they're exclusive to this conversation because I think it would happen regardless, right? Whether the, whether the Grizzlies uh, had a superstar you, or well, not, just, right? That, that can speed the process up. Uh, the, 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 and that's something that they're battling even now, right? I mean, they're... 100%, bro. Like, that's, People it, have to make choices. Well, you gotta, it, nobody's pitting, but... If you, you take, if you take the opportunity to go to a Sweet 16, to go to an Elite 8, to participate in that event, to win a championship... Because the, the, the Tigers have been there three different times, you could talk yourself into historically they have had they have been within a close brush of winning a championship. Yeah. You take that out, what you know? Are your roads? I mean, you just are. Like, is there a passion for roads athletics? Like I said, like I said, why would Bill Lowry give you ten, fifteen million to build a facility to have the best basketball program in the land if you can just win the the D two title? It's you know like, what I'm it's, it's, it's like, are, are there the, are there the Redbirds fans? Down. Like, are there people that walk around Memphis and are like, "I'm a diehard Redbirds fan, and I know what they're doing, and I know who their I know who their players are, and I know that like, and and by the way, they've won championships. Are there Redbirds fans? No, there aren't. There are people who go, who take their family and and get hot dogs and all that, and there are people who like are Cardinals fans that are aware of the transactions that are being made because they want to watch those guys. But are there Redbirds fans that are like? I'm gonna go buy merch. I'm gonna go like invest in the. You know, I'm gonna go. No, it, 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 it'd be the same thing because you're not playing for anything. You're just you're just existing, kind of. I mean, that's kind of what the Redbirds do. They kind of just exist. You can't have passion about something that's so. It feels very transitory. The Tigers would feel very transitory. Like, what is it all for? What does it all mean? Well, the Redbirds, like, you know, it's a, it's a it's a farm system. Like, but it ain't about the team. You know. Right. And I don't you you can't really be a farm system if you're you know a a school that can't play for a championship right I mean I guess you're hoping that one day a, a player but why would a player that ever has NBA aspirations come to a place like Memphis in this nuclear winter scenario it would never happen it would be like a JUCO it'd be like a JUCO it'd be like you know like that's how drastic I really feel like it would be because yeah. it wouldn't matter it just wouldn't like the the the, the passion about Memphis Tiger basketball is that like it matters here. Because they had been to the, you know, it matters because you can play for a championship, and they felt, and, the and, and this is a community that believes that and you can do there, that, and right? And their investment is right. there, and the and the player source, in the and the player base is here, you know, in the seventies, in the eighties, in the in the two thousands, like they made runs to the championship. So people have always been under the impression that you can do that, even if it hasn't happened, and that's fair, and that's fine. But yeah, you take that accessibility away, it's just a it's just a logo. See, Bill played in that championship game in 73. So you see how that brought full circle there? Bill, Bill played in that. And you're talking about one of your biggest donors in terms of that basketball program. He's got his name on the facility. But it's being that close Yep, is a big reason, right? He's got it. 
but it's obviously a big reason why he's willing to donate to this program in a way that he absolutely you, you put up up there right with anybody else, and that's the thing because he was close as a player. Like that's that's part of the feeling. Yep. Let's get him over the hump. And if you take that away, now nah, you're exactly right. I mean, you're, like, how do you how do you how like, do you sell it? How do you, what what are you buying? All right. of it. How do you get passionate about it? Right. If it's a level down, we get passionate because we can win the big one. That's a little, right. Like, just, I mean, I guess like the closest thing, that, the closest the, thing you would try to be. And this is very, very depressing. But like North Dakota State in football, right? Like they had Carson Wentz. And they like win, routinely they win championships at that level. But, you know, they're never relevant. They're never talked about. I don't know what the level of investment is there. Now that's also in North Dakota where there's nothing else, respectively. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's all there is. So even that, but even that, you know, do the people walking around, are they like proud bison? I don't know. Like that's, that, that's the, that's is that who you're trying to be at that point? Probably so. North Dakota that's, state. That's scary. Isn't that, that where Carson that's went, the, went? That's the that's the scary part of this whole conversation. Yeah, he went there, right? And they're like, were they were they FCS? Uh, isn't that where my boy Trey Lance? It's subdivision in football. It's 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 Division One subdivisions, right. like yeah, one it's Division One FCS, it. right? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's uh, Division Two is is actually believe it or not. CBU plays in Division Two, John. That 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 conference they're in, which I think is yep. called the South, whatever that is. That's a Division Two conference because there's a division above that. That's like um, there's there's a division above that for like subdivision FBS for football. Yeah, that's 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 what you would hope to be. Trey Lance, Carson Wentz, like occasionally have like a good player come through for your subset division, whatever it would be, basketball team. Man, does Penny even want to coach it at that point if you can't win the whole thing? Now? Not a chance. Because how many times has he talked about how many times has he guaranteed a national championship? What do you what do you get to guarantee in the new world, right? What's the new world order guaranteed look like? I mean, I guarantee we'll have two thousand fans. John, let me add a positive note though. And and I'll I'll think about this from something that Gary also mentioned this morning as a Mississippi State fan. The Mississippi States are not exactly in a perfect place too, because you're in the uh, you're in the SEC, which is wonderful. You'd rather be there than not. Mm-hmm. However, there is a scenario where cats like that get dropped by those conferences or get left because you're just not big enough to hold your. And by the way, Mississippi State fans are rolling their cars off the the, the road right now. Hearing me say that, I'm throwing that out as right. perspective based on what's happening with the Big Twelve. Yes. Okay. Now look, I think there's a lot of schools that are in Power Fives yeah. that if we read like we if we Let, redid let's, them, let's let's start redoing them, and know? that's where you go with it. So so then those schools have to find somebody. Another example that you threw out that's also positive news for Memphis is the negotiated contract in the Power Five conference, like Houston. Even though we didn't make the cut with Cincinnati and Houston, you still have the Big Tens of the world that are trying to get assets, right? Yes. So let, let's say, in a, for example, they start redoing these conferences and they want to get volume of, of teams that are substantial, that have large resources. They're not at uh, Michigan level. Right. But you, we will get you in our conference, Mississippi State, Memphis, if you'll get a significant amount less than what we get. But guess what? You're in with us. You're going to be in with Illinois because we need you like we need uh, all these other teams. The only the only problem with that is that already happened last summer. Yeah. And they, and I, they didn't get picked. I know, but there's going to be more of that, I think, happening, especially if you're going to get to a number that's, say, 60. or there, there, there will be a place for Memphis to land. The question just is, 
is even if it will be better than the American, will it still have the access? I think what you that's what you the ho- question. What I said last week was you hope to be with the Mississippi states who are getting um, who are who maybe getting secondary treatment in the SEC as opposed to the um, North Texas's and right. UAB's. There's wanna, no doubt. You I mean, want to not be labeled as UAB. You want to be labeled as better than UAB. Yeah, and we the, and we don't know, right? I mean, this is all speculation in, in real time as it's happening. We don't important. know where the tectonic plates, you know will end up right yes right now like we have like pangea you know and all this stuff is 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 changing and moving before our eyes and we don't know where it's going to that's right settle like we don't and there will be chain reactions and there will be decisions made after these we don't know who's going to stop it what like we just don't know that but what we do know is that in every piece of writing that we have seen and any piece of discussion that has been had about all of this memphis's name has not emerged and that is the part of it that's hard. Well, well you, maybe too, too Big little, 12 too being on the attack is bad news for Memphis. Exactly. Yes. You were hoping for a way into a watered-down Right, Big because 12. the Pac-12 dissolves. That and that most of those schools go to the Big 12. Big 12 will be done. Correct. Yeah. You know, then, that's where we start. You know, the big, you're not going to the Big 10. So what, you know, how many teams do they add from the ACC? And is there enough there that, you know, what about the SEC? What are they going to do? Like, there's just so much that we don't quite know yet. Um, again, you would have preferred Memphis to be somewhere in this mix. They have not yet been. But, uh, look, we're all looking. I'm watching like a hawk, man. I'm ready for that mention. I'm, we make, make one reference. Pete Thamel, Dennis Dodd, Brad McMurray. Make one reference. We'll be all over it. But uh, to that point, has not happened yet. The wheels keep spinning, though, in conference realignment. Next story. Uh, well, that was a, a long one. Uh, this well, one, we well, are an important part, in fairness. You well, know? And we are. Uh, it feels like we're at a crossroads, John. Wow. Wow. How profound was that? I took it from you. I learned it from you. Yeah. Memphis Grizzlies are not at a crossroads right now, about to take on the 76ers tonight in summer league action in Salt Lake City. We'll have Jessica Benson on a little bit later next hour to talk about it. She's out there, by the way. Uh, John, the line has moved. Maybe you can tell us what's going on here. Looks to me like the Grizzlies are now one-and-a-half-point underdogs. Philadelphia now back on top as a favorite. Why this is happening in summer league, have no idea. Again, this game is on at 6 p.m. on ESPN. And I imagine we've talked about – uh, an important time, again, for Zaire Williams, who will be a featured piece, much like Desmond Bain was last year as the Grizzlies try to get him to make the jump uh, from first year to second year. Santi Aldama, we've talked about, it needs to be good. Again, your second time around, you were a first-round draft pick, and at this point, you'd like to see a little bit of the progression and the development from him. Uh, but then it's it's like, okay, well, what do the Grizzlies have in David Roddy? How, uh, Jake LaRavia, who may be pressed into service very early on this season as a rookie with the Jaron Jackson news and news that he'll obviously be out at least for the first couple of months. What's he going to look like? Kenny Chandler in that point guard role, obviously. Uh, the Memphis a native who played at Tennessee for one year. The Grizzlies jumped up, snagged in the second round. He's obviously a great storyline going into the summer league as well. I would ask you this, and it'll be three games in Utah before the Grizzlies are on to Las Vegas. In terms of summer league, who's this time the most important for? Whether it's this three games or the time in Vegas, who, which Grizzlies player is this time most important for, would you say? Um, I would probably say because he's already gotten a year under his belt, I would, st- I would definitely say... Santi, although I can make a case for Xavier Tillman, right? How about that? I, I kind of thought he wouldn't be there, and then I saw the roster, and he's he's the one third-year guy that's there. Clearly needs to prove himself, right? Um, you know, again, David Roddy, Jake LaRaver, these are all guys who um, 
are are, are going to get a lot of ticks. So I'm not like I'm not going to overreact to anything that we see one way or the other from them. But in terms of like who has the most to immediately show, improve, yeah, it definitely feels like Santi because he's look you, you lean on these on these experienced guys to win these ty- types of things, right? Like if you look at the Lakers yesterday, the late or, or day before. You know, they have a bunch of experienced guys who have been in the G League, who have been, you know, Mac McClung. Remember that guy? Mm-hmm. Like, he's he, he spent a year with their G League team. You know, they had a lot of dudes that were like that. So when you're talking about these types of showcases, the reality is is that you just need your vets. That's all relative. But, you know, you want to see them show something. And I think that's, you know, Tanti got, you know, he had the uh, that dunk on the, on the Suns. It's, Phoenix. it's like my Malcolm Dandridge dunking on uh, – Chet yeah. Holmgren moment. That's the one could, thing I got on Santi. Would be the height of his career. So you would like to see him build on that. I'm with you, especially at six eleven forward, Santi. He needs to be ahead of whether it's Laravia or who knows how they're going to play Roddy. He played some four five in college. Who knows? Hell, he could be the backup wing uh, for Roddy. But my point is, they've got other combo forwards, yep. uh, 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 younger ones in this case. That Santi, if you're him. You need to be ahead of those guys, and you need to show that you are uh, having been in the league or un- in the organization, uh, obviously, for a year ahead of those guys. So my hope is that they uh, they all show well. Uh, Zaire, particularly, you'd love to see him get the Desmond Bain feature spot and then him grow from it the way that Desmond Bain did. And then, again, for Kenny Chandler, I just think you're going to see a dude with a chip on his, on his shoulder. Yep. It's the way he's always played. It's going to be going at guys, and I think that's a, ultimately a great thing. And the great thing for Kenny Chandler is is that the, the pressure's really off. Like you've totally. re, you've re-signed Tyus. You know that you're a part of the plan after that, hopefully, if you can hold up your end of the bargain. So, really, it's just on Kenny Chandler. Just keep on doing what he's doing, which is proving everybody wrong at every level he's played at. So, uh, a bunch to watch as the Grizzlies get set for Summer League starting tonight against the Philadelphia 76ers. They're one-and-a-half-point underdog. We'll talk to uh, Jessica Benson about that at 125. Get her thoughts on this roster, what she would like to see. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 